Still something to say about the Sports Kita Year End Awards. And it's not going to be pretty for the other people doing award shows. Because all these other polls are fixed. They are all homers. Whoever is leading the polls are leading them in a certain direction. There was no trying to convince me one way or another. This was a straight poll. I know a lot of people from Russo's brand. A lot of people were involved in this poll. A lot of great former wrestlers. And I know they were honest to the T. Nobody tried to sway anybody in any way. So I give credit to Sports Kita for having the first ever legitimate, let me say that again, legitimate year-end awards. Congratulations to you, Sports Kita. It is on, gong. Rest in peace, The Undertaker takes his rightful place in the WWE Hall of Fame, and the wrestling world is rightfully taking a knee and striking the Shakespeare pose to this legendary figure who's going to take his Hall of Fame position in a very unique way. We'll get into that. Plus, so much more news in the world of wrestling. Tony Khan has made his first elaborated statements since the exit of Cody Rhodes from All Elite Wrestling. What is the future of Cody Rhodes? Do we have any updates on that? And we have a new premium live event, the return of Saturday night's main event. And this will be a special streaming event. Seth Rollins, what's going on with him on that? We'll talk about all of it. Plus, congratulations in order to the Garganos and the birth of their first child. We're getting into all of it on today's top story of the day, you share that link or you stink. It's a Freestyle Friday, baby. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What's going on, everybody? I love seeing the diehards in here. Uh, they know what's up. It is Friday. Get your questions ready. Don't launch them just yet. The entire final segment of the show will be ran by you. I am Kev Calm. That is Jose G, Jeremy Bennett. We're going to get right into it. Share the link or you stink. Hit the like button. Suplex it. Do whatever you got to do to it. Drop an elbow on it. Su we're going to suplex the like button now instead of smashing no. the like button. We're going to drop no. the elbow on that on that like button. Uh, we're getting into all of it. We have breaking news earlier today. Uh, it was quite the story. Something we were kind of expecting for some time here, guys. The Undertaker will be inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame Friday, April 1st at the American Airlines Arena. Uh, a unique presentation to this year's Hall of Fame is it'll be a two-for-one show. Uh, mm -hmm. WWE opting not to give the Hall of Fame its own night, but rather let's add it to the, the whole hype of WrestleMania, which it already is, right? WrestleMania being a two-night event kind of makes the scheduling for WrestleMania week events uh, kind of a little bit more challenging. So WWE will present the Hall of Fame immediately after the go-home edition of SmackDown, the final SmackDown before WrestleMania. This will be with the American Airlines Arena. You buy both tickets. Those go on sale Tuesday, February 22nd at 10 a.m. Central. Undertaker is set to be the headliner, as far as we know. This has been in the works, according to Sean Rossap, since before the Royal Rumble. Jeremy, you know more? Uh, yeah, we got some uh, reaction uh, to the breaking news that we uh, had uh, provided to you on this channel here earlier this morning. Uh, we'll kick it off with Triple H. Absolutely. No one has had a big, uh, as big an effect 
as long of a career as Undertaker. He is the measuring stick of this industry in and out of the ring and now takes his well-deserved place in the WWE Hall of Fame. Drew McIntyre saying there isn't a Hall of Fame without this man. Shawn Michaels, I've had the pleasure and often uh, times uh, pain of being in the ring with Undertaker throughout both of our careers. I count him among the absolute best and someone I consider a close friend. Congratulations and welcome to the Hall of Fame club. Kane, who I expect would probably be his inductor into the Hall of Fame. Kane stating uh, congratulations to the Undertaker on his induction into the Hall of Fame. No one, and I mean no one, deserves it more. The Undertaker is truly iconic and transcends WWE. The man behind the character is just as impressive. I am absolutely thrilled. Congratulations. And uh, many, many, many others uh, chiming in on uh, on The Undertaker here uh, today with the uh, the news. The news that we finally, uh, uh, finally have uh, started to unveil the inductees into the uh, class this year. Uh, of course, it's going to be an epic thing. Uh, Jose and I went into it quite a bit here. Uh, this one is overdue, but I think this is more just the Undertaker mm-hmm. making the call. Um, he wanted he wanted to do this. This is when he wants to do it. This is when we definitely have the in, the the idea that he's indeed done. I don't I don't think we're going to see him have a full fledged match. Maybe he'll come out there, you know, choke slam a dork or something like that. Uh, give him give him a give him a tombstone <laughs> pile driver. Uh, but I think the days of him uh, being a full-fledged active in-ring performer are, are kind of gone. And that's okay. I think I'm okay with that. Uh, and it's weird to say that his final match is a match that's not in the ring. Uh, but it was a special one. And he's a special guy. So I can take that too. Uh, now we get into the, the question, how do you present this? Do, do you, We were talking about this earlier. This isn't just any induction, Jeremy. This is The Undertaker. So how much of it is Mark Calway? How much of it is The Undertaker? And then uh, obviously Ricky's texting in saying Kane has to induct him. Who gets to induct him? Do you have multiple people induct him? Jeremy, mm-hmm. uh, get in there. Let me know if you guys are watching live. If you're with us in the comments on demand. Let us know what you think. How do you do this? I figure uh, Kane. Kane's probably going to be the one to induct him. That makes I sense. I don't think that's going it to be any... I don't think it's going to be any different induction from anybody else. Um, obviously, it'll close the show, uh, and it's just going to be like every other show closer in the Hall of Fame. It is going to be a big deal. Uh, I think Undertaker, you know, he has been, uh, especially on WWE programming, uh, you know, various other things they've shown on the network and things. You know, he's been a little more out of character, so you, I think you might get the real uh, Mark Calloway here. Um, but I don't expect it to be anything different. I think we're still going to have a few other people inducted before him. Uh, it might be a shorter show with the way they've compacted things. Of course, you run out of days during WrestleMania week because uh, uh, if, if stand and deliver is going to be two days, I don't know if that's ever been confirmed or not yet. But uh, no, it's that, just as far as we know, it's just Saturday. Yeah. 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 OK, so, you know, you're, Saturday you're in the middle of, of the day, which is crazy to me. Yeah. So you run out of days to put things in. So, uh you know, so that, you know, you gotta, uh, you know, maybe they're going to change the format now, now that we're, you know, we're going to have fans here, but it's, you know, post pandemic, you know, maybe they speed things up. Maybe it's a little different format. Cause I don't think they're going to have a, a three and a half hour, four hour hall of fame show when you're, 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 you're combining it with SmackDown. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting, right? Because we, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the day and just the undertaker itself could be the ceremony in yes. its own, right? Just because of the accolades that 
the Undertaker's done over the last thirty plus years in the business. So uh, it, it'll be it, it would be cool if we can get just like one Hall of Fame dedicated to him. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. As far as other people that might be inducted, uh, I don't know. Uh, we you know we 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 always spit the name China. You know she's well overdue for the Hall of Fame. I think that's someone that could uh, hopefully get in there. She already has one through DX, but she doesn't have one as you know, as her, as what she's contributed to, you know, women's wrestling uh, over the last few years. But this is a great uh, thing for the, for, for Undertaker. It's well long overdue. We had his final fail well uh, a few years ago in the Thunderdome. And, you know, that just didn't hit the right way. Let's just be honest. It really didn't. <laughs> and now that we're going to be in front of fans in Texas, where, you know, the laws are a little bit more loose when it comes to, uh, you know, the COVID, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a good show out and people are going to enjoy it even if they're not in Dallas. Yeah. And, and, and why, why I'm saying this is going to be like your usual hall of fame, uh, WWE's press release said it right there. Very first sentence undertaker just became the first inductee into the WWE's hall of fame class of 2022. So to me, it sounds like it's going to be business as usual when it comes to the, uh, to the show, it may be less people. They may uh, tell those people to shorten up their speeches. It may, they may not cut anybody off necessarily, but they'll probably streamline it a little bit just based on the circumstances with SmackDown and everything like that. I would only put in a couple more people and just focus on the undertaker. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. It, yeah. That's the attraction. This that, that's worth. It's worth noting. There's been years when they do the Hall of Fame, and it's the class of people they put in is really compelling to go and see. Right? This it's anyone else in the Undertaker. You know, like I, I don't. I don't. I would be weird. There's been years where they put in like a big name with another big name. I remember one year they put in Mick Foley with Bruno Sammartino, uh, and they just could have put in Bruno and, and and had other people get honored as well that Sweet. were. Big t- big name talents, no, but we got we get a breaking news. The second inductee into the 2022 class of the WWE Hall of Fame has been announced. It's going to be Veer. <laughs> I almost I I almost I almost believed that for a moment. <laughs> Jose Jose, can you give me a second? I hear with Jeremy. Can you give me a second? Believe you believe you almost believed that I had breaking news. Is that uh, what I almost Jeremy? I know. Jeremy Jeremy Jeremy? Can 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 you give me a second here? I just, I just need to talk to you a little bit over here to the side. What the fuck, dude? What are you doing, man? Playing? <laughs> hey, Veer Veer is going into the Hall of Fame. That's where he's going before exactly. he even debuts on Raw. <laughs> The way you did that was so. See, look at this. We got even real you in. Got him. Reeled you guys in. Yeah. <laughs> now you're not going to believe me Jeremy. when I do break news. Yes, I, con- I know for real. I constantly, Jeremy cried wolf. That's what's going to be. I constantly uh, am uh, viewing the news as it happens in case something breaks. So yeah, you know, every every once in a while something breaks. But hey. Uh, of course, other names that deserve the Hall of Fame induction. David Norby saying these men belong in the Hall of Fame. Bruiser Brody, Ivan Koloff, Vader. Yeah, Vader's oh, yeah. a Texas guy, so. Uh, that would make sense. Yeah. Masked superstar, Ronnie Garvin, the Midnight Express, and Adrian Adonis. Yes, they are all not yet inducted. It is worth noting that WWE did do something a few years ago, which I liked, but I wish they would have had a little bit more formality to it, or almost a separate ceremony, where they did the legacy wing, where they went and got people who have, long passed away whose careers are decades have passed since they performed in the ring a uh, pat o'connor uh nature boy buddy rogers a lot a lot of a lot of talents in the 60s and 70s if you're a longtime wrestling fan you read about the history you really only know them through history um they honor them and put them all in at one time and it was nice uh but i you know this is one of those things where i'm just like i think they need a physical hall of fame 
mm-hmm. they need a place where you can go and see this stuff and let's start talking about that at some point too that'd be fun uh king kong bundy it would be absolutely great i think it'd be very worth it uh for him to see him in uh, people saying the great muta in terms of uh, if you want to have an international inclusion as well mm-hmm. uh colin saying this as well an ecw wcw original there are always there's always been guys who kind of weirdly the ecw originals I was talking about this with you earlier are kind mm-hmm. of opposed to the idea of it unless they had time in wwe a lot of them are like no thanks or either there was also Years ago, reports that WWE was talking about maybe just honoring ECW in general and, and inducting mm. the promotion itself. So it'd be the first promotion they put in the Hall of Fame, which would be an interesting way for Paul Heyman cool to come dynamic. out in a speech. Yeah, that would be, it'd really be an interesting. Cool. It'd be an interesting speech there uh, for that. Uh, other people saying Shad Gaspar as well. So Shad Gaspar, mm. uh, of course, one half uh, of Crime Time. Well, I think he got the Warrior Award a few years ago, didn't he? After mm-hmm. it's like right after he passed away. No, he did not. He should get the warrior. He should. that's. He should get that warrior award. And the warrior award is a war they kind of commit. It's like their Walter Payton award. It's a, a award they commit to someone who's involved in a charitable effort uh, that is somehow connected to the WWE universe, whether it's a performer or a fan or so, someone. Uh, it's a very noble thing. They they try and have a feel good moment with somebody who isn't a wrestler up there, and then you'll have a celebrity. They'll come out that's been in the that's had a cameo in WWE and stuff like that, too. So plenty to, to move along here. Plenty to, to do this here, uh, but it's it's well worth it. You know, some people saying uh, Drew d- d- is with us here. Drew Dorada saying make Undertaker yeah. the entire class. No one else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we discussed uh, about that. That isn't like a dismissive thing to anyone else. You know, no. it's just it's, it's I just want to see the Undertaker talk for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll just be a, a great treat for the fans. Uh, but man, this uh, th- th- this whole thing has just been great for everyone. I love the re- the positive reactions for this. It's well overdue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's jump into our next story here, guys, because we got a lot to cover. Tony Khan is back in the news. You know, he several weeks ago started making more claims about another big surprise, and now he's doing it again. And on top of the teasing the big surprise, he also reacted to uh to cody rhodes leaving aew and had a little bit more to say about that jeremy what's up what's the scoop here man uh well uh, we may have a forbidden door uh, a new forbidden door entrant maybe coming to uh uh all elite wrestling here soon or something uh tony khan not very specific but on busted open radio this morning he uh did say quote there will be a lot of news in the week ahead i don't know if i'll get it done by tonight but stay tuned in the week ahead hopefully i'm working on something pretty big it would be massive i don't know if it uh, it will be anything that anybody expects or thinks it is but it would be a big deal in pro wrestling i'm looking forward to hopefully making it happen stay tuned i will hopefully get it done and have more to announce soon so uh he said maybe tonight so maybe he will announce it on uh, on rampage uh not sure but uh a lot of people thinking it's going to be uh, someone else walking through the forbidden door in all elite wrestling. Who? In terms of uh, Cody Who? Rhodes, uh, in terms of Cody Rhodes, he put uh, also from a uh, busted open said, uh, I put out statements that were from the heart and really positive. I meant it. I wish them both really well. And I appreciate everything they did here in their different roles in the company It is very sad and not something any of us wanted to happen, I think. But I believe that Cody's got something else in the works. I'm not sure about that, but we'll see. I'm sure they're going to have great opportunities in wrestling and in life. And you never know what's going to happen in the future. I wish them the very best. And I'm very appreciative for everything they did here. Interesting. Um, interesting uh, that that there was... As I mentioned, the Cody Rhodes story happens. 
And AEW finds themselves in this position where they have to do a lot of the same things that WWE does, where they have to, for lack of borrowing a phrase here, control the narrative. Uh, and they want, even though you're going to be talking about it, they want a majority of people talking about the things they want them to be talking about. And so the Cody Rhodes story happens, and then in almost instantly news trickles out. I'm not saying that they did it, but, you know, someone in that camp wants it out there, right? That Jericho's not leaving. Jericho's staying for another two years. So we got Jericho for another two years. Cody's gone, but we got Jericho. Uh, and now this news. And I guarantee you, I've heard Tony do these segments on Busted Open. He enjoys the for format, but he likes it to be like an infomercial for what's going on with AEW. And I don't mean that in a bad way. That's not a shot. It is. Call right now and get free shipping. But it, I mean that in a way of sense, like he gives you insight into why these things are important. When are they coming up? Uh, you may have heard it's here or here. No, he refines everything. It's like an event center with the guy who promotes it. Remember Mean Gene's event center? It's kind of like that. But now he's in a position where he has kind of to be candid about a huge defection. And he said the right thing. He was classy. It seems like it's an amicable split. Uh, but immediately it's like, well, we got something else coming up. Like, the don't, don't, don't look at. And I get it. You have to. They're a couple weeks out from pay-per-view. Uh, I wonder what Cody's role would have been on that pay-per-view. If he was still at the company, would he have been in involved in the pay-per-view? So that's worth noting. Uh, and, you know, and this is a company that loves to know what those pay-per-view cards are well in advance, especially when they only have a pay-per-view event every four or five months, you know, every every three or four months quarterly, like the old school way. So uh, I wonder what that's like as well. But, I mean, they have more than enough talent and more than enough interesting stories uh, to be a part of that. Who do you think the big surprise is going to be? I mean, we already kind of have a teased when they did, uh, you know, the House of Black the other day when, you know, the blurred person in the background, Buddy Matthews. I think that's a really strong possibility that we can see mm -hmm. him officially debut. But mm -hmm. what's another big name that you guys are probably contemplating that could possibly, you know, come through that door and uh, and shock the well, system again? Well, possibly, uh, maybe AEW and Impact are going to be back on the same page again with a with the Forbidden Door, and maybe with Jay White showing up, maybe we get guys like Chris Bay, who was in the Bullet Club with Impact Wrestling, maybe uh, uh, maybe God, because uh, both of those uh, both of those entities are in the United States right now working uh, Impact tapings, um, and have got got no surrender this Saturday at God with a big match against the Good Brothers. Um, I don't know if Chris Bay is on the card. I know there was a few matches added, and I haven't seen Impact yet from last night. Um, but uh, there's a, a good card brewing on tomorrow night, and so those guys are in the United States. So you you kind of wonder if maybe some more Bullet Club guys are going to come over. Uh, Bullet Club is, uh, you know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of faded away in the United States for some part. Uh, it's kind of been reignited in with Impact Wrestling. But Jay White had to respond to a fan saying it's gone stale. So maybe, maybe, just maybe, Tony Khan is ready to bring the entire Bullet Club over to AEW. At least the, the, the heavy players like... He ain't, uh, ready, for he ain't ready for that. <laughs> at least maybe the heavy players like G.O.D. I mean, G.O.D. would be impactful for AEW. I mean, I, I mean, AEW already has a shitload of tag teams and yeah. stables and factions. But nothing to the caliber of god god is on another level it's like right up there with the young bucks with you so it's like they're recognizable these guys have done a lot of stuff in japan 
and I think that will be a great addition to AEW. I, I, I think your safe bet is it's going to be Buddy Matthews, but it, it would be kind of cool. But he's saying he's he is saying that uh, he doesn't know if anybody's expecting it. I'm sure Tony knows the 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 buzz he, around Buddy. So no, no, no ridicule to Buddy. No, you know, dismissiveness to Buddy. But he, I heard it. He sold it as a much bigger thing. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. you're mentioning the Briscoes. You know, right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have a comment here. People want to see the Briscoes. Ring, Ring of Honor just announced that the Briscoes are going to be facing mystery opponents at Supercard of Honor. So maybe it's the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. And it starts with FTR. It would be interesting. It would be interesting here. And obviously, this comes up. This is someone who's always available. Uh, Brenda saying, what about Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt's out there. The Fiend. He left WWE last summer. Is he available? We've heard nothing yeah. from Bray Wyatt outside of him working on a horror movie project. With yeah, when when he shows up, it's going to be a complete surprise. Uh, it's probably not going to be something that we are buzzing about for two weeks leading up to it. It's going to he's going to show up and everybody's going to be shocked. But yet I, nobody knows. I don't know about be. that because his character lends itself to vignettes. His character lends itself to production. His character lends. itself. Well, he's to... been so quiet, though, since his release. True. True. So, but I, but I mean, the cryptic thing is what works so well for him, and yeah. and mm-hmm. and stirring the pot and stuff like that too. So I I would almost think that would be, no, I get what you're saying. That would be shocking, right? Um, but I think you need to present, you need to really get the 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 mind of people like imagining what it could be, and then they open the door, just like it was with the fiend. The fiend they really built up to that for a long, mm-hmm. long time, and then when they revealed it, it paid off. Um, and also I don't think there's man, I, I I would not write out. Bray Wyatt popping up in WWE again at some point in the future mm-hmm. either too. It's wide open for him. Yeah. Um, uh, also, people saying Shane McMahon since Shane McMahon's with the company. That would be. I just be don't fun. see it. I don't see it. He still has, he still has a part of the WWE business. So I I think there would be some people no. forget that. No, uh, Kevin, he got released. Didn't you see the newsletters? Yes, yes, I understand. No, uh, Kevin, you're wrong. Uh, but, but he still has. He still has an enormous amount of stock in the company, <laughs> so I don't I don't know what it would look like for a stockholder to appear he's in your company. Gone, but yeah. he's not gone. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't mean to crap on the moment for people who just wanted to like I just want I just want in there. It's gonna be angry. Uh, a throw uh, throwback event for WWE from the 1980s uh, that really helped them emerge as a big powerhouse was uh, quarterly television specials on NBC. And they basically they would, they would fill in for Saturday Night Live on the NBC network with Saturday its main event. They brought these back periodically in the 2000s to some minimal success. These were also aired on Fox for a little bit in the uh, early 90s. Uh, and then it morphed into kind of just the C-level television show main event. But Saturday night's main event still has a sense of grandeur to it. And now WWE is going to present it and revive the brand for a premium live event. What are the details? So we got some details here from Fightful. Uh, they reported today via PW Insider that April 23rd, uh, is the targeted event for the premium line event. WWE hasn't confirmed the events, if it's going to be on Peacock or if it's going to be in Aaron on another uh, capacity, kind of like what they did with Star, um, with Starcat, not Starcast, uh, Starcade, uh, where it was kind of like a live event. Uh, but it, uh, it's it's aiming to be taking place on the 23rd. The last, uh, the last time we had a Saturday night main event, it took place back on July 28, 2008. It was in Washington, D.C., uh, and it aired on August 2nd, so it was pre-recorded, and the headline was Edge versus Jeff Hardy. So pretty excited to see these guys come back and uh, 
you know, do something on a Saturday night. Those are those are always fun to watch. Yeah, the interesting thing was the original reports were saying premium a live event, and now they're just changing it to live event. So originally they were going to say, oh, this is a pay-per-view, and we're branding the, the old Saturday night main event into a pay-per-view. But now mm-hmm. it sounds like they've uh, those original reports have kind of been changed. But, you know, uh, so... Uh, but it's yeah. also, who do people watch? Not everyone watches it live. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like some people are watching it like the week of or something like that. Yeah, well, that, the Starcade. The Star it's just a matter never, of semantics. It's just I don't a think the, the Star the Starcades were never available on the network though after they aired. Exactly. Yeah, they were. They, that they was never weird. Did I think it was? And I think they did do one, but it was like they recorded it and then they posted it. So, um, like the Starcades that WWE did end up doing, they never aired on the network. They just put it on later on, but it was a yeah. live event. It's a, it's this weird spot between your regular pay per view television. And we're doing some house shows, so let's film some stuff, you know? Uh, it's worth noting, they're running Madison Square Garden in a few weeks, and they have Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey on that show. Uh, the price to film television at Madison Square Garden is, like, astronomical for anything that isn't sports. And WWE is in that regard. They're considered entertainment, so they get taxed a completely different way by the building. I would love if they could do something at Madison Square Garden again. Like... Like if they filmed a special show like that, like they did in the eighties and seventies, mm-hmm. um, some people saying, I wish they did some throwback stuff. Uh, uh, CRC is always with us. Thank you so much, Christopher. You're with us all the time saying, I love that they're bringing back Saturday night's main event. Hopefully they use that classic eighties theme music. You know what? I'm completely on board with you, dude. And they have the promos. And everyone's doing like a promo under over a music bed, which is just, I'm going to be in the match and you're going to suck and I'm going to be down there and let's set it over with the laser sounds. Hell yeah, dude. And like it's it's everyone's like cutting like 15 second promos. It's very, very cool. The way it was formatted when you were a little kid, it was like, you got jacked. You were like, we're cool. Yeah. We don't need a little blockbuster Saturday night's main event is on, you know? Yeah. And they would always open these shows, too, with a main event. So the first match you got was the biggest match. But mind you now, with streaming, do you need do, do you need to do that? So worth noting here. So it'll be interesting. Let's see, we'll see what happens with it here. Uh, you know, WWE also has some good positive news. Uh Candice LeRae still with the company, and Johnny Gargano, free agent. Uh, they are happy to announce that they just had their first child. Quill Gargano has been born. Congratulations to them. Very, very happy. Look at that beautiful baby boy. Look at that beautiful Aww. baby boy. Oh, uh, that is so sweet. That's so sweet. Uh, I love what a way all, to all... end a week, right? You know, on, yeah. on, such a, on such a happy story. I'm very happy for these guys. Funny thing is that they named Quill after the character Peter Quill from the Guardians of the Galaxy from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So uh, so you guys that are, um, you know, if you guys are like comic book fans or MCU nerds that just like watching this type of stuff, uh, you you will grow a, a nice appreciation for what they did here uh, with Quill. But look at that cute baby. Look at that cute yeah. Oh, that's a cute baby. That's a cute baby. I love these new graphics you put together, Jose, by the way. This looks legit. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it. it. Is, Shall I we believe- jump in? I, yeah, I believe it's Friday. Is it Friday? It, it is Friday. It's Friday. So that means it's time for Freestyle Friday. I left my soundboard in the living room. So oh, you left your sound. I was, I was waiting for you to press the button. I was queuing you up to press the button. Uh, yes, it is It is the SKQ&A. It is Freestyle Friday. 
Let us know what you think. Ask your questions. Uh, and let's get into this. Here we go. Tommy B wants to know anyone going to Orlando March 5th. You go, are you going to AEW revolution? You going, you going buddy. I'm going Rico and I are planning to go. We're not going to get like really good seats. We're just going to get like some cheap ones and, uh, just watch the show. See how it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking of checking out the control your narrative show that they got going on the day before, uh, which is going to be like right down the street from, uh, from the venue. So I'm looking forward to it. It should be a pretty good show. should be a pretty good weekend. Yeah, I wanted to go, but God, flights are insane right now for to Orlando. So Molly work with uh, Molly work with this question. Did anyone see the pictures of Cody at the Saudi airport? Thoughts? What he's uh, uh, did those pictures show up, or is that photoshopped? This photoshopped. I've never even heard of that yet. This happens all the time. This happens all the time. I could tell you, I was at the Royal Rumble, and I had. three or four people come up to me and say, Hey, sports cute. I was like, Hey, thanks man. And I want to say two of the people that came up to me were like, who do you think showing up? And I kind of like, kind of like told them like, Hey, here's what the word is. Right. And I said, Oh, somebody told me they saw the rock at the airport. It was like two different people told me they saw the rock at the airport. And I was like, no, no, I think, I think if the rock yeah. was here, we, we, they would have no, let that no. get out, you know? So, uh, I don't know about that. I think, um, it, there, there was word that they could film some things with him. This I'm not seeing anything on Twitter center. right now. I haven't seen any pictures. No. I'm not seeing anything right now. No. And if, if there was pictures of it, they would be everywhere. You know? Yes. It, mm-hmm. That's one of those things where when it gets out, it gets out. I remember Chris Jericho telling an amazing story about him coming back for one of the Rumbles, maybe like eight or nine years ago. Do you know this one, Jeremy? Uh, where he's where he's coming back for the Rumble and someone sees him and and they know it's a fan and he just says, come on, man. Like he just, he just, he just has to like convince the fan to be like, yeah. come on, dude, don't, don't let it out of the bag. Don't let it out of the bag. And he was so happy that the guy didn't Let's jump in here. Roland Curtis, always supporting the channel. I want to get this uh, on screen somehow. I can read it though, for sure. I'm trying to find it. We, we can we pull it up here on screen. Here we go. Uh, with a question here. Freestyle Friday, very supportive of the channel. Uh, oh, here I am. We're both pressing stuff at the same don't time. Don't touch anything, Kevin. Don't, there we go. don't touch anything. There we go. Oh, don't, don't touch anything. Does Ronda Rousey. Pursuing Charlotte Flair or pursuing the SmackDown Women's Championship for one of the two main events of WrestleMania 38 mean now that the WWE SmackDown Women's title is the most prestigious title in the WWE. I don't know. I think that it depends on who's a bigger star that has a championship when you have two different world titles. Some people could argue that the Universal title is now a much more uh, prominent championship than the WWE Championship held by Bobby Lashley simply because Roman Reigns for all intents and purposes, is observed by most fans as a bigger star. Uh, I, I understand that argument, um, but I can say it's probably a bigger show. It's also worth noting that the SmackDown title is on a show that's watched by more fans. SmackDown mm-hmm. is watched by 2.2 in the last few few weeks, 2.2 million people in terms of overnight ratings. I would probably put that audience around 4 to 5 million, honestly, in terms of on-demand viewership, and that's just domestically in the United States. So... I would say the SmackDown title is a little bit bigger just because SmackDown's a little bit more of a watch yeah, show. Yeah, I agree with that. I think uh, I think that, t- that transition's been coming along ever since they made the move to Fox to yeah. make the Universal title a little bit uh, uh, more prestigious, more notable, especially since it's in front of a lot more viewers, a lot more eyeballs being on broadcast TV. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the women's title, um, I kind of feel, and this is just me, this is just me, I feel like the Raw Women's Championship at this moment is the more prestigious out of the two just because of Becky uh, is the one that's holding it. Lita is the one going after it uh, right now at Elimination Chamber. 
even though Ronda Rousey's going for the SmackDown title at WrestleMania, that's all and fine. And you're bringing the biggest star to go to that title. In my opinion, because of the program and the, what they've been doing with Becky Lynch over the last several months, ever since she has become Raw Women's Champion, I think she, that is the more prominent women's title, in my opinion. Yeah, worth noting there. Thank you so much, Roland, for your continued support. Always appreciate that, buddy. Uh, you want to jump in another one here? Which one do you guys want to pick? Go ahead and pick one here. Uh, I, I'm I, all right. Here we go. We got Thomas Billier. Who? Uh, what would be managers of the uh, Mount? I guess Mount Rushmore question. Managers Mount Rushmore question. Jeremy, you take so, that one first, buddy. Uh, Bobby Heenan. Bingo. Um, boy, Mr. Fuji. Okay. Jimmy, uh, Mouth of the South Heart. Come on, baby. Uh, Malcolm Bivens. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say that. You have you to. Are, you, are you, Rob, have... you rob Paul Heyman. You rob Paul yeah. Heyman. Yeah, Paul Heyman, yeah. Yeah, you rob Paul He's Heyman. an advocate, though. He's not really a manager. He's a manager. Yeah, but, Stop but it. He's been a manager for over 40 years. I mean, yeah, he's Dangerous clear. Alliance. Yeah, Dangerous Alliance with Austin. Brock Lesnar. Dangerously. Yeah, oh yeah, Heyman, he, yeah, he'd probably put Heyman in there with those guys. Uh, but Malcolm Bivens, too, of course. Yeah. More questions here. I don't. I, someone's asking why is will Mario Mancini induct the Undertaker? What? <laughs> Who? No. What? No. 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 That's not happening. That's not happening here. No. Um, no. no. Uh, someone wants to know this. Okay, we we can inform this time. What what time is WWE tomorrow? Because this is a Saudi Arabia event, Elimination Chamber <laughs> from Saudi Arabia, uh, eleven a.m. Eastern, I believe, is when they start the pre-show kickoff. Yep. Hour long kickoff show. Hour long yep. kickoff. Uh, eleven a.m. Eastern. Uh, start times at twelve uh, p.m. Uh, twelve p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, eleven a.m. Central. So yeah. Have they have they announced a match for that at all or no? Uh, let me let yet. me let me check the old wiki. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we so, do have this uh, really cool question here from uh, from Tony Kanamakuran mm -hmm. watching us. Sports Gino, what are your thoughts on Kyrie Sane's return to Stardom Wrestling? Well, I mean, she was one of the biggest stars of it. It is a niche promotion, I think. Like a lot of different things in Japan, found some way to, to weather on during the pandemic, and there were periods during the pandemic where the COVID numbers were not as bad as they are here in the States, specifically in 2020. And they started getting some events in there. Stardom was a part of it. Stardom is now under that New Japan banner, but has not been merged into the New Japan like portfolio. You don't see it like as one show together. It's always separate. And they've gotten some featured matches at the Tokyo Dome, but that's about it, you know, which is still a very big thing. Um, but they don't have a women's division. New Japan doesn't have a women's division. To me, that's stardom. But also stardom has been successful as being its own. Uh, I'm not saying this in a bad way. Its own alternative, like independent brand. Mm -hmm. uh, and Kyrie is a huge star that came from that. I think it's a big pickup for them. It was reported, widely reported, uh, that while she was still under contract with WWE for the last year, while she you know was not performing for them, she was an ambassador. She did Japanese language commentary for them. She's you know stayed active with the company, wanted to wrestle for Star, and they said I I don't know about that, mm -hmm. uh, and they nixed that plan. Now she's back with the company. Huge pickup for them. Very very yeah. good, and and hopefully they get to do some show do some shows outside of Japan as well. Yeah, when I'm uh, yeah thinking about this here, just real quick uh, before you get to the next question, yeah, I'd probably yeah I'd probably remove Fuji and put Jim Cornette in there. Okay, okay. yeah, <laughs> but I won't remove Malcolm Bivens. <laughs> uh, no, no, no pre-show yet, officially announced yet uh, for okay. uh, tomorrow. All right, uh, we have someone saying uh, here's a question. We have. Go ahead, go ahead. Did you have one? Yeah, 
Yeah, we have one here from Joseph Austin watching us on Facebook. Thank you so much for the question. Great really question. Appreciate you and love you. Predictions for post mania call ups. Um, Raquel Gonzalez. Overdue. I don't, if, I don't know if Braun's going to get called up yet. Uh, LA Knight is almost a guarantee. Um, I think that's been about as guaranteed as you can get. Is uh, yeah, LA yeah. Knight's going to be on there. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I would definitely say Braun Breaker. Raquel Gonzalez would be a really special attraction on Raw. I wonder if they keep Braun another year. Just wonder. I don't know. He is uh, very green. You know, that is yeah. a guy that you don't want to put him up there and maybe some I, weaknesses get exposed. I, I think they, they fast tracked him. Uh, you know, uh, they fast tracked him to that title. I don't know if they'll fast track him to the main show yet. You're in sort of a controlled environment, though, when you're in you know, NXT. And I, mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. You know? So yeah, also NXT, more uh, oh, uh, fuck yes on this next question. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> Brian and John in a faction together? Of course, oh. Brent, Brent is referencing the yes. kind of oh. allure that uh, Brian Danielson mm-hmm. uh, has pitched to John Moxley. Let's form a super group and take over all elite wrestling. I was mm-hmm. in Chicago when Brian Danielson pitched this. It was a wild reaction. I thought it was a really cool idea. Yeah, uh, I like the idea of a faction being built in real time. It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Normally, mm-hmm. these groups just kind of like form and they're together. And it's like, oh, these guys were they were backstage and they all got together. Look, look what MJF did. He formed the <laughs> pinnacle and he got all these bad guys together. Like when you're just yeah. a fan, you're like, he formed an evil alliance. Uh, yeah, they're super chat I am so excited for that, though. Uh, you know, we're going to obviously get these two uh, button heads at, at Revolution, and then and then John will say okay. And where it goes from here is just going to be tremendous. His promo last night was awesome. I was excited for it when Brian first introduced it, so I cannot wait for this to. to yeah, play. I think this is going to be something real cool. Yeah. Uh, we got Roland Curtis with another super chat. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank yeah. you for doing that. He's been five bucks you... to tell us we're wrong. Oh, <laughs> are you sure? You wouldn't play sensational <laughs> Sherry on the manager Mount yep. Rushmore. Yeah. She's a four-time Hall of Famer, four different yeah. wrestling Hall of Fames. Uh yeah, well, let's remove Cornette now. And uh it's a revolving <laughs> that spot is a revolving door. Well, Sorry, who did I Corey. say? Who did I say? Who did I say besides uh Heenan and and uh and Heyman? Um, Jimmy Hart. Hart, yeah. I mean, God, Jimmy's gotta stay in there. Jimmy, Jimmy it, can't go. You can't remove Heenan. I can't remove Heenan. So it's it's a competing spot between Jim yeah. Cornette and yeah. Sherry Martel and Paul Heyman. I don't know. Yeah, I don't she know. Definitely has a be- she definitely has a better resume than Cornette because Cornette was mostly Midnight Express. So. Yeah, I feel like was, we could do was... an entire episode on the Mount Rushmore managers because we're just going to keep changing them. Yeah, it, it would just change <laughs> the whole time, and they would just make backdoor deals. They would pay us. We would Malcolm Bevan. Malcolm Bevan's <laughs> Malcolm Bevan's still on there though. Yeah, he should definitely stay on there. Yeah. Uh you're, we're gonna take our last question. To keep Bivens on the <laughs> I respect we need you, Jeremy. To, I respect we need to, you for that. We need to at him and tell him that he's on the Mount Rushmore. Uh he's on and, and he's not getting removed. So we need to at him and let him know. Uh, uh, speaking of people that are popping up in Saudi Arabia, everyone's saying who's showing up at the airport. Uh Ricky Castillo is saying he's seen Sports Tita's own Rick Uccino with Joe Burrow in, at Saudi. Oh wow. That's where they're <laughs> That he's seen I think J- JFK. I saw JFK land there too. <laughs> I love how we're just putting up false information like crazy here. And uh, I like that he didn't even spell Uchino right. He was like, no, he didn't. Uchino. he didn't care. He breaking Uchino. news! Breaking news! Joe Burrow is no. in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> he's entering the chamber. 
Uh, here we go. We got time uh, for one more question, guys. Yeah, let's jump, let's jump right in. Here we go. Uh, here's one from Molly Warwick, and this is something we're talking about. We didn't get to cover this on news this week. Opinions on the new upcoming show that is on Peacock at 10 p.m. on Fridays. This is going to be a show called NXT Level Up. It'll just be another hour of NXT television filmed in the Performance Center, replacing 205 Live. Yes, uh, plenty of the different performers that have performed on the 205 Live brand over the past years have addressed this. Adam Pierce, who was at one time the lead producer of it, addressed it as well. It is a now sad, a sad, it's just a sad thing. If you're a fan of cruiserweight wrestling and the, the evolution of that, there is still a lot of cruiserweight wrestling across the board in WWE. So if anyone says like, oh, they're killing the cruiserweights. No, Rey Mysterio is on Monday Night Raw every week. Uh, there is Austin Theory is on Monday Night Raw every week. Um, guys who are in that range that wrestle that style are across Cedric, the... Cedric's still on every Monday. NXT, yeah, NXT has a bunch of different characters like that. There's a bunch of uh, very popular characters in WWE across the board that check that box. I just think the time frame of 205 Live and the focus that it had, it being in the Performance Center. Um, it expired, it's, dude. It's it, it, it had an expiration date. Yeah. The Cruiserweight, the Cruiserweight Classics are some of the best tournaments that WWE ever did. They were so entertaining. They really rode the sense of that like that momentum, that sensation that like 2015 to 2018 independent wrestling had that WWE said, let's do an all-star tournament of all those guys. Yeah. It was awesome. You know, it was very, very special. So, I've never seen them go back and watch this. Back to that question though. Uh, back to that question. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're loading it up tonight. I mean, you're going to have a great, uh, Anofe against Kushida is going to be good. Harlan's on the card. Uh, good to see Quinn McKay, uh, from ROH. Congratulations uh, she, to her. Talented, uh, she, talented performer. Great she, to see her get picked up. By she's going to be uh, the ring announcer. Uh, she's now going to be going uh, going uh, going as Kelly Kincaid. Uh, but uh, uh, Quinn McKay from Ring of Honor uh, is going to be your ring announcer for that as well. They're loading it up tonight. Uh, then I think from now on, you're going to see a lot lesser names. And it's going to be what, what 205 Live basically has been for the past year. It's going to be people that are getting built up to show up on Tuesdays eventually. I'll definitely check it out. I think, uh, you know, anytime something new uh, pops up within, you know, the WWE programming, I always want to give it a fresh set of eyes and just kind of see, you know, what the direction is. It could be a good secondary show. Who knows? I mean, I'll, I'll check it out. And, uh, you know, it's basically it's just a little it's like, disappointing. It's like AEW just, Dark and Dark Elevation, basically. You're building these people up for the main exactly. show. That's I would say it's a little bit this. more meaningful because the only issue I have with Dark and Dark Elevation which are very fun shows, all right? But I do think there's a lot of people who get lost in the shuffle there. And they'll they'll do 90 minutes, they'll have eight three-minute matches, and you end up forgetting half the matches after you watch the show. And I don't mean that to discourage anyone to watch the show. It's fun. And I'll have friends that watch Dark. I'll be like, hey, what was good on Dark this week? What should I go see? And I'm just really just watching that part. So mm -hmm. um, I think there is that, that sense of just how much we consume and we got to pick and choose what we watch. And mm -hmm. is NXT level up going to be in that same position of just another show where you're like, oh, I'll just read the results or I'll, mm -hmm. unless there's something really cool on it, I'll go and seek it out. You know, there's only so much time that people have in the day and almost so much wrestling that people want to watch. Mm -hmm. I think, I think that's, that's a struggle. That's a great point. It's, it's a struggle when you have that NXT UK suffers from it all the time. I'll, I'll, I'll follow what's going on with it. And then I hear about a great match. I'll go and catch up on the show and watch two or three of them in a row. And I was like, Oh wow, I should be watching more NXT UK. This feels like such a different show. Uh, but, you know, it's a challenge, you know. Uh, thank you guys so much for checking out everything we're doing. Tonight is Friday after SmackDown and Rampage and NXT Level Up. Uh, we will have our a weekly edition of Smack Talk with Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel has a lot of insight on The Undertaker, someone he went up and down the roads with. 
is getting inducted in the Hall of Fame. So it'll be interesting to see his take on that. If you haven't checked it out, yesterday's edition of the Top Story is up, and it is an awesome one as Mm -hmm. we covered the news of the legendary announcer Carlos Cabrera, Spanish language announcer for WWE, no longer with the company. His longtime broadcast partner, Hugo Savinovich, is on with us along with Bill Apter. So you have two like really great veteran guys kind of uh, just cutting up that topic as it happened. Uh, And we got some great news that Carlos Cabrera is going to join Hugo over at Lucha Libre Online. So congratulations Mm -hmm. to him making that, making that move right after WWE. So plenty of different stuff in the channel. And if you haven't done it already, go ahead and vote the sports key awards, the sports key awards right now at sportskeeda.com backslash wrestling dash awards. You, you, could win a gaming console, a brand new Xbox gaming console. You could win merchandise. You could influence a wrestling award show. I know a recent wrestling award came out like a, 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 from a very popular source, and this is not me discrediting them. It's very, very cool. But the system in which they do it is based on a completely different system. Ours is a panel of very big name talents are going to publicly vote and publicly tell you who they're voting for in video form. You can go watch it. Rob Van Dam, Renee Paquette, Booker T. They all put their votes out there. They all say exactly who they're voting for. And you vote. More than 30,000 votes have already been casted. 30,000 fans are speaking. Are you going to be one of those fans that doesn't speak? You have your opinion here. Why don't you go share it there? Uh, You can check out Jose, Jose G underscore G underscore official Jeremy Bennett at JB Huskers on the Twitter machine. You can follow me at Kev Kellum. I'll be active. We'll be at the underground cafe tonight in Rockford, Illinois, doing live stand-up comedy. Just announced the Hoagland center for the arts, April 8th. It'll be Hef's my radio name, Kevin Hef's Kellum's comedy <laughs> invasion. Heaven. Heaven. Hef. Hef. It's my middle name. You're such a heifer. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be Hef's comedy invasion. At the Hoagland Center in Springfield, Illinois, April 8th. That is the Friday after WrestleMania, April 8th. Get your tickets at WQLZ.com. Uh, plug, 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 boys. Thank you so much. Uh, hey, tomorrow b- afternoon after the Chamber, come over here and watch us talk about the Chamber. That's oh, right. We'll be live tomorrow afternoon right after Elimination Chamber, guys. So make sure you tune in. Oh, yeah. One more thing. One more thing. Uh, you're, you're watching the wrestling. All right. You get your snacks, right? You get mm-hmm. your snacks. You get your phone. So you can tweet and you can bitch about the show as it happens. Right. And talk about Malcolm Bivens being on Mount Rushmore. Yes. All right. I don't, we, that is still worth debating there. It's still worth mm-hmm. debating there, Jeremy. Yep. Um, but then there's this other thing you got to do. What's that other thing you got to do there, uh, Jose? You got to you, you gotta enjoy it, guys. Just enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. Let me talk to you. Talk to them. Talk to Tomorrow them. Tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow afternoon. Watch out, watch out, watch out.